Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Good evening. And our little buddy, Ugh. Matt Bailey. Hiya. <laughs> our little buddy. Um, I don't think that one's going to stick. I'm not very little. <laughs> yeah, no. quite the opposite. But it's like naming someone who's really big, tiny. So we'll see. We'll see if it sticks. Hey, if you guys out there in uh, listener land want that one to stick, let us know. Also, throw some suggestions our way because I'm running out real quick. Oh, I have had many. I, you oh, can really? just ask me. Oh, okay. Okay. You guys well, should make a list. We'll talk oh, offline. Oh, I love a list. Good list. <laughs> we'll talk offline. Um, so <laughs> we're tapping into the mainframe. <laughs> we're on live. We're live right now. So. <laughs> Jordan's so nervous because yeah, he he's live. He's doing his nervous tick right um, now. All right, we better go, dude. We better go. Episode number seventy. This is our Sam Huff episode. What was I told to guess? Football. Yeah, football. New York Giants. It sounds like a baseball name, though. Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, Sam Huff sounds like a lot of things, actually. Kind of sounds like Matt Huff. <laughs> Shout out Matt Huff. Check out our... Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily, Emily Blunt episode. The only time we've ever gone to the movies to see, review a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring that back. Shout okay. out Matt Huff. Kate? Yes. Any number 70 facts? Um. Yes. So, in archery... The target is always 70 meters away from the archer. Mm, that's true. Um, it is the national speed limit in the UK. It is... W- what? <laughs> what did I just <laughs> say? It's the national speed limit, so... <laughs> I don't know. Like the same speed? <laughs> no matter it's if it's everywhere. an alleyway? Maybe it's or? their favorite speed limit. Yeah, what, do you think, what do you think the United States is 65. National? <laughs> 16 more Nine. like 69 but yeah 65 okay good. sorry um it's a platinum anniversary sure it's the smallest weird number there are weirder numbers that are smaller than 70 i don't know it's the, it says the smallest weird number are is that an actual term it was in the math section of wikipedia Oh, have you heard I that it. number? I've never heard that. Experience. I have a math background, <laughs> and I've never heard it. <laughs> and it is a Pell number. Also very true. <laughs> yeah, that one's true. That one checks out. But the weird number, I need to look Isn't into. Isn't that great? I thought <laughs> that was it, so cool. It sounds like it's right up our alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the smallest weird number. <laughs> I would say they're smaller. I don't know the definition of weird number, but I'm going to throw out like 19 is a weird number. I mean, what's to say I mean, what's a weird number? It might be weird, but it's not officially weird. Yeah, yeah. that's well, true. I'll look in. I'll do I'll do the listeners a solid and I'll do you guys a solid. I'll look into what a weird number is and I'll get back to you next okay. week. 70 is the smallest though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, guys. Um, how do you guys feel after our last episode? Last episode was a big milestone for us. Uh, so, yeah. like, coming back into the studio after that, it 
It just feels a little weird to me. I don't know. It feels like it's been a while. I mean, I felt like 69 was always like the end all. We don't really have, we don't really have a goal anymore. Maybe a hundred. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, what is after that? It's a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's like a year from now. I guess we'll look up what the next weird number is, and that'll be that'll be our next goal. Yeah. I honestly like didn't think we'd make it this far. I mean, you and the haters. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yo, speaking of the haters. We got another review. Really? Is oh, it bad? No. It's bad. A one star. Did they review So now it? our overall ratings down to 4.5. Who did they say anything? No. The cowards. No, as fucking they, cowards. As Bailey dude. would say they're cowards. Yeah. So here here I just want to throw out a message to everyone listening. If you have the tenacity <laughs> that's not even the right word we're so mad about if, it if you have the gall to give us a one-star rating at least give us some feedback and we'll take it we'll take it and Honestly. you know we'll try to improve we'll say fuck you i'm gonna <laughs> take we'll a to stab improve. at it and say it's the length people hate the length mm-hmm. you know what F- fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah, fucking cowards. Yeah, 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 we're we're out here doing it. <laughs> yeah, we out here. I mean, we put in four to five hours a week uh, watching these movies. We have to give, you know, we have to give the proper time to review them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people do hate on the length, but it's probably never gonna change. Nah. So, um, don't ever change. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we will take feedback. Bailey's um, doing some investigative reporting right now. <laughs> I just don't. I'm. A, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm. He needs to see it with his here, own eyes. Here's the thing, though. Oof. Like, yeah, it's killing. It used to be five. It used to be straight five. So here's the, the thing. Board. Let's start a campaign right now to bring us back to five. Yo, oh, yeah. if you know who gave us the one star review, and it's valid information, I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> That's like the craziest thing to find out. <laughs> How are they going to do that? Someone could know who did it. I feel like if you're going to give someone a one-star review, you're not keeping it to yourself. I mean, I think you're you keeping it. I think it's the, actually the opposite. I think they're going to keep it so close to the chest because they're so ashamed to have given the one star. Yeah, I'm just going to need proof. And then you'll get it. Even if you are the guy who gave us a one star, I'll send you a shirt so you can burn it or whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more. Uh, that's kind of what's going to happen. Okay. If someone gave us a one star, they're going to speak up. I, yeah. I think this whole witch hunt <laughs> idea. I mean, hey, Rolo Tomasi. <laughs> I mean, Great my idea point. was the opposite. Either so. way. Yeah. Bring us back to five stars, people. Yeah, I guess also jumping on Kate's train, like we need more reviews. We need more positive reviews, and we just want, want want feedback. You know, yeah. If what we're doing is what you, you guys like. are digging it, if not, we can't promise we'll change for you. <laughs> but you know, um, it's always nice to kind of get a little feedback, check the temperature. Um, but yeah, if you're out there giving us one star reviews, pff, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what it is. So maybe it's the penis size and the bra size. <laughs> Dude, the penis size is fucking funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be one of the best parts of our podcast. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of what people wait around for. Maybe they're pissed that there's not more of it. Maybe that. we should do it in the beginning. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right. What do we? What is there anything else on? Yes, the... I have one before I saw your list, so I'm gonna squeeze yeah. one in. We saw your tweets about who we should do for as film friends in mm-hmm. the future and oh, look nice. out for some of them. Yeah, I loved the suggestions mm-hmm. that were given. I don't want to talk about them specifically just because I want to do some of them um, moving forward. But also, if you have any more suggestions, because that was awesome, uh, seeing what you guys want us here seeing what you guys want us to review or who we want to who you i cannot <laughs> yeah. do this so you tw- know you know what i'm trying so to say. just like tweet at us at any time mm-hmm. email us shoot me a text yeah yeah text. DM, slide give us a five star review yeah, and we, in that review put who you want yep, us to review slide into our dms and that'll be our next person <laughs> 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 nah it won't it won't but maybe uh, but yo <laughs> just talking about the next episode next episode is going to be a treat crazy maybe the craziest thing we've done to date or the coolest thing we've done to date we'll see that might be taking some yo, credit off of ourselves i don't really it's it'll be good It'll be good. It's I think. Be are something. you nervous about it? No. Yeah. Don't. I be feel nervous. great about it. Okay. Um, but hey, we have this episode to do, mm-hmm. so um, I think maybe we should jump into it. You skipped something on your list. We'll save that for later. Oh. Little, little <laughs> su- surprise Ooh. treat for the listeners. It, we we have to bait them to stick around. <laughs> I have Jordan. Is your pen dying? Oh yeah, my pen is dying. R.I.P. Pen. R.I.P. Pen. Uh, my film friend's pen. Put but, it in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you mean the coffin? So yeah. for this week, <laughs> it, we went back to the roots of us just choosing, and it was Bailey's choice. Yeah. So I'm going to pick it up and throw it over to <laughs> Bailey so you could Whee! say who you chose and why. I chose Sir Russell <laughs> Crowe. Um, <laughs> love it love was it. not planned not planned at all um, so I picked him basically solely for the fact that we could watch LA Confidential <laughs> which I've tra- been trying to get mm. jo- I think Jordan might have my Blu-ray I does. I'll give it to you um, you leave so that was kind of why I picked it and I mean he's I think he's a dope actor like he's done so he's been very good for very long mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to uh dive into him a little bit yeah speaking of that when when we just had a guess the age there pre-episode i'm curious to see what his age is because i feel like he's been around like you said he's yeah. been good for a very long oh, time wait till i spit out the facts about good old russell crowe yeah. i know he's had some anger issues but um there's a lot. He, going a on. lot of people have had some anger issues, yeah. right? There's a Goose lot Fraba. going on with him. Goose Fraba. Um, <laughs> what's that? Oh, anger, anger management. management. Mm-hmm. I'm still still reeling from that Adam Sandler <laughs> marathon. So my first thought when you picked Russell Crowe was strictly to make us watch LA Confidential. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that's what it was. Well, for, but I was glad because me too, we needed to be sat down, yeah. and I literally needed to watch it before this episode <laughs> yep. um yeah well i mean I, I mean in the same like mindset i almost picked guy pierce just so we could watch Whoa. la confidential so i might i still think he's cool just basically solely on his performance in that and maybe i'll pick him later i don't know so are you then gonna pick guy pierce so we can watch it again <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh oh yeah the first time we 
rewatch we a movie. We can't do that. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> well, we all Bailey and I just rewatched the second half of Valley yeah, Confidential, which were, and all three of us held hands while yeah. we watched it. I'm looking for forward to that Guy Pierce episode because yeah. I don't know much about him, and he's uh, cool. Yeah, he's amazing in this. Yeah. But this is our Russell Crowe episode. Um, I just want to say one of my top movies. It's no longer probably in my top ten, but it used to be. Uh, Beautiful Mind. Yeah. He's fucking phenomenal in that yeah. movie. Um, I've Cinderella Man. Oh. Yo, it'll give you. It has a nice it'll, night twist. It'll give you chills. It'll <laughs> give you. It'll give you. It'll give it to it'll you. Give it to you. <laughs> and then, I mean, also, obviously, I feel like even more so than LA Confidential, Gladiator is like. Yeah. That's his thing. Him. So yeah. here's my thing. This is like wild, even to myself. I know exactly who he is, what he looks mm-hmm. like. And when I went through his IMDb, I've only seen two of his movies. Well, I had really? only seen Cinderella Man and 310 to Yuma. And I saw 310 to Yuma last year. Oh, wow. Cinderella Man's really good, too. Yeah, that movie rules. So, literally, I haven't seen, like, any Also, um, The Nice Guys is really good, too. Is that him, one, right? him and uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, is it good? I heard yeah, it's really it's good. it's really good. Are uh, they cops in yeah. that? It's, oh. same, it's same kind of... Not, like... It's buddy cop? it's like a, a nice buddy cop set like in like the 80s or 70s or something oh, so nice. it's like oh, he does those uh he does those like old uh old timey characters pretty well ah see sunny a exactly <laughs> jordan's doing something under the table yeah right? i'm just looking i'm looking at russell crowe's filmography i mean it's like it's, it's wild yeah um i yeah actually i haven't seen that many though myself if i'm gonna be real um, how real are you gonna be so so real for real for real oh for real, for um real. and i mean i th- also think it's kind of interesting that like some people um he can play like a a good guy or a bad guy like really well like i feel like in a lot of movies he's like he can be the bat he can be the bad I guy i think that's because he c- he just plays a very complicated person yeah. Like he can play complicated roles so that can lend to good or bad. Yo, I'm going to throw something out there. Now looking at his filmography, only 52 films. That's like not a lot compared no. to a lot of the people we do review. Oh, on the length of his career. Yeah, with uh, exactly relative to the length of his career. So I don't know. I find that kind of interesting. Maybe he's like. Like, if you look at the movies he chooses, though, his top, like, ten are huge, huge movies. Yeah. Um, so maybe... Oh, he's in Boy Erased. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, maybe he's picky, oh, which yeah, I American respect American Gangster as well. Yeah. Great movie. Never seen it. More of a Denzel movie, but yeah. still a great movie. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I was glad you picked Russell Crowe for the fact that got to see L.A. Confidential. And then I was kind of happy with the... The switch we had to make. Oh yeah, the switch. <laughs> so his yeah. his lowest rated, one of his lowest rated is this movie called Rough Magic, which we could just not find anywhere. Yeah. Which is in this day and age it's, it's wild, wild yeah. to not be able to like find a movie. We couldn't find it to, to watch it. It was the yeah. second lowest rated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we had to switch to a movie uh, third lowest. Third lowest at seventeen percent around to me is which I'm very happy we got to watch that as well so got to watch two movies that i was looking forward to um before we dive in though bailey which which one do you want to review first um this is your guy 
This is your choice. <laughs> this is your guy. This is your choice. Let's do, <laughs> let's do the mummy. Yes. Okay. Just I'm because. Cool uh, l- yeah. Let's just do it. Okay. Cool. Um, so, we're not talking about the mummy. You're thinking. We're I talk- wish we were. <laughs> we're talking about the 2017 masterpiece, The Mummy. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. <laughs> It yeah, should Tom. say Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Bailey, take it away. Go ahead. Um, oh, I've been looking forward to this all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> you mean the two hours ago that you watched it? <laughs> so Tom Cruise is a thief, what? I guess. <laughs> what a way to start <laughs> off. Well, no, like him and Jake Johnson are, I guess like they're in the army and they go around to, they're in the army, right? Yeah, I think so. It's a little. It's the laziest intro ever. (laughs) Okay, well, they go around to try to like find shit to sell on the black market, basically, Um, and they stumble upon the fucking mummy. (laughs) (laughs) They literally stumble upon it. Um, And yeah, I like, I liked Jake Johnson in this movie. He was kind of like the bright light, light, Mm -hmm. and then he dies but he still hangs around he's hanging around still (laughs) which i i didn't really like that but um yeah they open this fucking mummy and you get flashbacks to why this mummy's like a badass chick she killed like her family to get power and then you know she's trying to do her thing (laughs) (laughs) take over the world blah 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 blah. Eternal life and yeah. all and that. Just and Russell Crowe's in there somewhere. Yeah, and then Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll and <laughs> Mister Hyde. <laughs> well, I mean, I the here's the thing. <laughs> he just broke. Here's the thing. <laughs> I like the idea of like the dark universe they were mm. trying to create. I'm done with describing the movie. <laughs> the end. Okay, the end. Um, I like the idea of it. And I wish, even though this movie was, like, not that great, I still wanted to see, like, them do all those other, like, old school, like, monster movies. Wait, are they not doing it? I think they scrapped it. I thought Godzilla was. That's not a part of, like, the universal I did a little research on it. It's, like, Bride of Frankenstein. Which was supposed to come out on Valentine's Day this year, and I don't think it did. No. No, uh, it didn't. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and they already like they had this so like set up that they already had a picture with like Tom Cruise with a mummy. No, 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 with like all the actors of the movies that were supposed to oh, come yeah, out. I like Johnny Depp was yeah, in yeah. it, and like uh, Javier Bardem. Bardem. Like, yeah, and they just after this movie, they just were like, eh, "We're not doing this." Yeah, anymore. that's such a bummer. I didn't obviously look into it too much because. One of my notes <laughs> was definitely into Dark Universe. Like, I'm going to throw it out there. I liked this movie. Okay. I liked it. Um, I like this type of action. Ugh. Not a big action guy, but yeah. I liked this type of action. Well, I like the mythology, the all the Egyptian mythology. Like, I love the Mummy series, so... And you got Tom Cruise doing your action, so Yo, could you really go Yeah, wrong? you can't go wrong. You have Jake Johnson for a little comedic relief, and then you have Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I like, this, what more do you I need? I thought this movie was a snooze fest. 
Um, it's definitely not great, and they definitely could have made it a lot better. Like it's so it drawn out too much. They could have either condensed it or done something else to it. Yeah, but I think they were truly setting up for the dark universe. Yeah, and I think now that it's taken away, it doesn't. There's literally parts where I feel like I zoned out, and they were just doing the same thing when I rezoned back in, just standing in the same room doing I get absolutely that, nothing. It's like every every Marvel movie for me is that same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it's like similar. I could zone out after the exposition in the beginning and then I'll zone back in and like later on in the same it's like the same thing. It's the same formula. Yeah. Um, it's just I would rather the dark universe like I rather these creatures than a bunch of superheroes and like monsters. Yeah, it's the same and idea. It's, it's like exposition, to. fight fight scenes action yeah. love conflict climax the whole um like backstory didn't really like do it for me what with like, uh amon amonet <laughs> yeah like the whole like uh you need this stone and yeah. you need yeah. to stab him like it just didn't i agree hit home. yeah like, I, it, agree. I thought it could have been stronger the story could have been a lot like stronger agreed and that kind of brings me back to the fact that this movie was really long or yeah. felt really long and the intro they rushed it yeah. they rushed the backstory they rushed how they got to the mummy they were like let's just get to the mummy immediately yeah. where it's yeah. like well they send in a missile strike and it just opens up the and they mummy. literally surf a building into it wow yeah, the they building like, like falls down and yeah. the roof kind of And like they're like surfing it. on the roof and they just slide right into it. So I actually don't like the first half of this movie. I like the back half. I like when the mummy's resurrected and they capture her and the whole like thing with Dr. Jekyll yeah. and Mr. Hyde. Like I like that type of thing where he's obviously like whatever Dr. Jekyll has going on there, like trying to create a cure, but he's also like a monster himself. Yeah. Um, I, and him trying to fight all these other monsters in this universe. Mm -hmm. Like I was so on board with that. And I liked, I guess she was a Pharaoh or the yeah. mummy. I really liked her in this. I thought she looked cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool how she got in Tom Cruise's head. Yeah. I, I don't know. The whole second half, I actually enjoyed the first half. I agree with you. It was rushed. It was silly. It was so, so happenstance. Like, oh, yeah, we're just well, going to... We're just yeah. going to slide into the mummy. I agree. And then it it sucks because they really kind of set you up for this dark universe. I know. Because, like, Are Tom you Cruise, sure? Do we have confirmation that they're not going through I'm with pretty it? sure. Oh, that's Ask such a bummer. Siri. That's I'm, such a bummer. I'm pretty sure. I mean, who knows down the line, but, yeah. like, they're supposed to be, like, a... I was just looking up, like, a wolf man and a... Invisible Man, yeah, sort oh, of creature from the Black Lagoon. Yo, Guillermo <laughs> was supposed to. He was supposed to do that a couple of years yeah. ago, and they're saying like, if this took off, he would uh, do that again. But like, I want to see an Invisible Man. Movie. Yeah, yeah I'd love it to would see be that. cool. Yeah, I mean, like the whole Russell, if Russell Crowe's character as like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde like stayed through those movies, and like even Tom Cruise, like at the end, he he becomes well, a living god. Was like living the god. coolest and part was like that. Yeah, and would, he, yeah. he kind of like gets away, and then Doctor Jekyll and Mister. I don't know what what. Well, he's Doctor Jekyll. He's Henry. I want to say his name faster than yeah. <laughs> Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Um, well, we'll refer to him as Doctor Jekyll unless right. he turns. Jex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree, though. Like with both of you, I yeah. think that the mystical dark universe part was the most enticing yeah, part of this. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I honestly think our film friend was the best part of the movie. Like, he, was cool. he was great. He mm -hmm. actually reminded me, I was like, 
Ooh, I could see Anthony Hopkins doing this too. The way he was like, you didn't even recognize him because he's no. so in that like British high class mode where you exactly. don't see him in a lot. That's mm-hmm. the way like Anthony Hopkins. I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. when he gets into a role, it's like, holy shit, this guy just has it down. But yeah, Russell Crowe is great in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I also thought Tom Cruise was good. <laughs> he's, I mean, he was very just Tom. He's Cruise. into like, yeah. it. I mean, the mummy, like alone, like the last mummy and this mummy is they're like actiony movies, mm-hmm. which he like loves. Yeah, he oh, eats yeah. It up, for sure. He was. I saw one thing that like uh, Jake Johnson signed on to the movie, like when he heard that like Tom Cruise signed on, mm-hmm. and then he found out how much like stunt work he had mm-hmm. to do, and he was like, "Oh shit!" But then um, Tom Cruise let him like train with him for like months That's beforehand, cool. so like he would just have it down i saw something i think it was on a late night show where he was talking about that and he was saying when they're running from rooftop to rooftop Uh he was like it was so intense and and like tom cruise is just in it the whole time like very very intense gotta respect that yeah yeah for Um, sure but yeah so as you can see i mean there's a lot of mythology in this Mm -hmm. i don't think we have to go into it too much it's that typical mythology like Maybe somebody's trying to get more power. Someone it's, was wrong. Yeah, they're getting revenge wrong. on yeah, the world. Exactly. And they were buried alive. Yeah. Cursed yeah. by their own father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Can we talk about Russell Crowe's sick middle part and half no, glasses? He, it was, the middle were, part it was, was great. Cool. And the half with the half glasses. He looked awesome. The half yeah. moons were great. He looked awesome. Do you know, like, the origin story of, like, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Like, is that... What he was, what was happening to him where he was like about to change into Mr. Hyde, but then he needed a serum like every hour. Yeah, I, I read that a real thing? I read it a couple of years ago, but to be quite honest with you, yeah. I, I forget. Yeah, it's something like he was trying to create some kind of immortality cure mm-hmm. or something, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that? I don't something. remember. Something. I'm, I'm, I can't like talk to it. All I know is he fucked himself and then had to like <laughs> amend it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but I don't know what Edward Hyde is. I guess he's a monster. He's just like a stronger yeah. human being. So it seemed like when he turned into that, I immediately thought he looked like John Goodman. <laughs> that was like the first thought okay. that popped into my Wouldn't mind. That be turned into John Goodman. Just, yeah. <laughs> I would just let it stay. Yeah. And I'd be like, sure. Let's live in this body for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the guy who directed this, Alex Kurtzman, it's like his second movie directing, but yeah. he's written like. Huge. He's movies. like boys Trent. with J.J. Uh, Abrams. I think. Oh, is he? Uh, that makes, makes sense. sense. He's on he's like the Star, Star Trek, Trek yeah, team. like Transformers. He's yeah. done all these huge block, like yeah. written for the, all these blockbusters. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I don't think the directing was too bad. I don't even think the writing was like really that bad. I don't even. I don't think this is a good movie. I yeah. enjoyed it. I had yeah. a good time with it, but I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. It didn't even really feel like a mummy movie. Yeah, that was the like, issue. Yeah. Like yeah. they weren't in like a tomb at all. No, you know, I, they no, needed a tomb <laughs> scene, like a chase through a tomb. The scene. only scene like kind of similar to that was when they first find it, yes. and there's like that mercury pool. Yeah, and but then that's it. And and the way they were <laughs> making the mummies, like the head mummy mm-hmm. chick, was just like 
kissing these yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Making out with people. She I guess she was like <laughs> sucking her mummy into them and then they would come yeah. up as mummies. Yeah. She was like kind of ex- like a dementor. Yeah. Right? She was like, yeah, she was like extracting energy from them pretty yeah. much. Right? Yeah. And, and she was coming like more like human after each other. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, can Intake. We, can yeah. we talk? Because I don't have a full grasp on Jake Johnson's journey in this movie. <laughs> yeah, what? Yo, he comes back. He at does the come end. back. Yeah, Tom Cruise just hooks he, all his people yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so he is Tom Cruise. I wanted them to go into their friendship a little bit more Me before too. he died, and then came back as like he was working for like the. Mommy chick. Yeah, so he, Jake Johnson dies, but she uses her him as like bait for yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, I guess Cruise, I she guess. like puts him in Tom Cruise's head, right, right. and tries to get him to her. Well, because yeah. they said that they were there for a reason because yeah. she's been like luring him forever yeah. or something. I liked yeah. that though. I liked how she got into his head. Yeah. At Tom Cruise and he would hear her voice <laughs> and he would see her and she would just like attract him to where she was without him yeah. even knowing. Yeah. I liked that psychological In the part. scene where he's like driving the car and she's like, you're just going yeah. back to her. And she, he, she, he shows up right where she is. Ugh, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, and, and another question I had was his relationship with the woman who basically backstabs him or like tricks him? Why does he love her though? Like why that? It's the only person who has seen any good in him. True. Yeah. That's I mean, like the yeah, whole the, the whole like weird part is when she shows up. Apparently, they just slept together like a few nights yeah. ago, and he claims that he satisfied her with yeah. like put the words in her mouth. He lasted more than fifteen seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There was a couple things where it's like, yeah, when you write a movie, I guess you're supposed to. Yeah throw yourself right into the middle of it like there's no beginning but th- i needed a little more about jake johnson i yes. need mo- way more about this woman that he was in love well, with. well that brings me back to like the original mummy movie where they like do all that yeah where they, they do get it on well. the boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they exactly. kind of slowly introduce you to that world which i think is better yeah. i think yeah. you're right the, i l- enjoy the second half but i think maybe if they would have shortened it or cut some things out and developed more in the beginning but then you don't have like that jekyll Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which again they were probably setting up for this dark so universe. So you needed the movie to be another half an hour longer. I would have loved it. Or <laughs> they could have cut out some of the like warehouse scene type deal, yeah. where like she was haunting people. Like they could have mm-hmm. cut that down yeah. more mm-hmm. and added some mm-hmm. other stuff because mm-hmm. that was like a little drawn out. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to take the mummy out of Egypt, though. Honestly, like seeing yeah. like the mummy in yeah, London. Really yeah, like. You can't blowing take the smoke mummy through the whole city. It's <laughs> yeah. it it kind of takes away from like it's not it doesn't seem like a mummy movie yeah, anymore. Yeah, I and know. I think that's why it, yeah it didn't seem like yeah. because it was uh, in Egypt for a little bit. That or actually, been the tagline can't take Mesopotamia. the mummy. Yeah, it was Egypt. Mesopotamia. It wasn't yeah. even Egypt. Yeah, which threw me off, kind of too. It's like. Yeah. Oh, the mummy's here in Iraq, and it's like, what? which I mean, I would have if they like Bailey said if they kept it there, I would have bought it. Like the yeah. thing that really killed me too, like we were talking about that smoke cloud or whatever, mm-hmm. the dust cloud, and it literally has the face with the chubby cheeks blowing yeah, the wind. It's that like, was like a little silly. it's like Mary Poppins esque, like yeah. very fanciful. Um, you know, what part creeped me out the most at the very end when she's all like shriveled and dead. Oh, it was creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was like very much that like. Uh, 
uh, Voldemort baby scene oh, <laughs> in the God. last Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminded me of like, did you ever see those people that were in uh, Pompeii when the volcano oh. erupted and they're just like stuck mm. in place? I mean, that's they were mummified essentially. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. This movie was there bad. was one thing and I don't I could be totally making this up but when she's in the lib like she's in this library part and she grabs a book and knocks somebody out I swear she grabbed the book that's in the first mummy you know the one where they like yeah. put that thing in and twist it and it opens up yeah, I think I, it was a little shout out they definitely this. like show the book yeah, to, like, on you're purpose. supposed to see yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and like I caught that and I was like ooh is that a little shout out so I liked I like that. There might have been more. There probably was. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, did you know that Tom Cruise is six years older than Brendan Fraser? Like, that kind of makes this, like, even weirder. Mm. They, like, shot upwards. So mm. are you saying they should have brought Brendan Fraser back? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> He'd what I'm be, saying. His character would be so old. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is maybe the... like. Tom Cruise is six years older than him. No, but I'm saying the character uh, yeah, of yeah. that yeah, Brandon Fraser true. plays would be so old. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> A lot of this was just Tom Cruise also showing off his abs. Did he take his Did shirt he? off? Multiple times. Like, at least four times he is not wearing a shirt. I, I don't think remember that's true. that at all. Really? We would remember if we saw that. Someone else back me up here on the internet when you listen to this. He's definitely he has a wet shirt on. Oh, he's he wet. Does. He's wet throughout most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, There's like, multiple um, scenes where he doesn't have a shirt on. I really like when he swims. Oh, good. I think he's a oh, really like good underwater. Swimmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has to be a good swimmer <laughs> to be that ripped. I feel like he even has to be like good. any like underwater like swimming scene like for me because he I don't know if he does that or whatever, but those scenes would always like freak me out. Ah, uh, big time. Like. Yeah. Drowning is fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, when people pop out of water, it's, like, terrifying. Water's they scary. Pop out of water. Yeah, like, she pops out of the water, at the, like, behind them at one point. Uh, yeah. like that Creeps freaks up me in out. The water. Yeah. They do, speaking of, like, popping out, there is a really cool shot. I, it, this isn't going to translate, but there's a really <laughs> cool shot. You see, like, the fate, like, the characters facing the camera. And you see behind them, but they don't see behind. They see, you see a mummy like behind them, and then the mummy kind of goes out of their view again, and then it's like right behind them. I don't know. I have doesn't no translate, but it was a very very cool shot that they yeah. did, and it was like suspenseful and creepy, and I was into it. I was trying to find anything to be <laughs> yeah. uh, like. I was bored out of my mind watching yeah. this at like yeah. ten o'clock last night. Yeah. Um, Jordan was sleeping. But yo, I need I need more dark universe. I don't yo, know who I to need, hit up. <laughs> I don't. Let's hit up Guillermo. <laughs> yo, he'll do it. Or M Night. M Night will do like an Invisible Man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. And then like the twist will be like he was visible the whole time <laughs> or some weird shit. <laughs> I don't know Invisible. <laughs> I just take him that he's board. invisible. Um, that's the mummy, really. That's the mummy in a nutshell. Watch the original. Ooh. The original. Yeah, it sounds weird. But is there like an original orig- original? I don't know. I don't know. Good question. That I mean, I'm assuming question. so. Have we reviewed The Mummy on here? Or we just reviewed the, s- the Mummy 3? Yeah, just The Emperor something something. The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we also did gods and monsters. Yeah. Uh, and they had a gods and monsters quote in this movie. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Very cool. I back that. Uh, but yeah, okay. So um, let's do the ratings. Initial rating, rating after we hash it out. Um, to me, this movie is a hot five. Hmm. Interesting. I was really bitter after I watched this, and I rated it a 2.5. Oh, I'll, wow. I'll bump it to a 2.6. What what made you bump it up a little bit? Just because it was like, I watched it and I did it. <laughs> oh. okay. So you give every movie that you watch a point? <laughs> no, because I was just excited for myself. I made through it. And rehashing it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I did watch the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of love it. Um, you know, I'm I'm bumping mine up to a five point five. Cause you watched the movie. Yeah, you saw. No, I was just uh-huh. thinking about like, okay, I watched the movie. F- wait, <laughs> I did five it. points. I did it. No, but like, uh, Tom Cruise gets three right away for that plane crash scene. Yeah. No, just he did his own stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, just for him being in any movie. Uh, okay. And then, uh, fucking Jake Johnson gets like a one point five just for being in it. And, and then, then same with Russell Crowe. Like the cast is pretty good. Yeah. The cast alone. Yeah. yeah. I was I was initially a five point five. Um now talking you know, honestly hearing that the dark universe might not happen, yeah. <laughs> I'm bumping it down because it's probably not happening yeah. because of this movie. So I'm gonna give it a hard four point eight. Ooh. It's so it hard. Really bumped down. I know. I dude, the reason I liked it was Russell Crowe. Yeah. I like Egyptian mythology. Those half moonies. And the dark universe uh, potential. I was like, okay, it might be shitty, but it's still cool to revisit all these monsters. Like, even if the movies are bad, or if the movies are at the level of the mummy, I'd still be into it because it's like characters that haven't been visited since the 40s, like in a proper way, like the 40s or 50s. This reminds me of Victor Frankenstein, that movie we reviewed. Oh, it did. um, Yeah, it has. With James James McAvoy. McAvoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It does have a really Victor Frankenstein feel. Dude, maybe that like gothic monster thing is just not. It's just there's so much CGI involved and yada yada. I don't know. But, uh, okay, cool. So, we're in between movies. How are you guys feeling? Uh, content. Uh, content. Okay. I apologize, guys, that I'm the reason we're doing this one late. Um, and the reason why we watch the second half of LA Confidential again. Yeah. Well, but you know, it'll it was help a real you review treat. it a little more. It yeah. was yeah. a real treat. Um, but speaking of treat... Speaking of someone who, you know, I don't know if he eats a lot of treats or not, judging by his bod. So I'm kind of curious. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your host, Matt Jordan What's your height? What's your weight? Will they get it wrong? Cool. All right. So this week we're doing height, weight, shoe, penis, birthday, and sign. Yeah, we are. So Bailey said he is six feet zero inches, 
210 pounds, size 11 shoe, cancer 1957, <laughs> and penis can intimidate, but also be good. It's so What funny. is it, a Pokemon? <laughs> Jordan also said, this is wild, I don't know how this happened, but Jordan also said he's six foot zero inches. You both Ew. didn't Whoa. just say six foot. <laughs> Dude, he is a flat six foot. <laughs> For sure. You wanted to make sure that there was no point anything yeah. in there. Um, 189 pounds, penis, hard boiled, hmm. shoe, boot, ten and a half. I don't know what that means. I see him just wearing boots only. Okay. Um, Capricorn and 56 years old. So he is 5'11". It's actually disputed on his height. So a lot of people said he's 5'11". Ten and a half mm-hmm. to five eleven and a half. So I averaged it to five eleven because it was like one of the sites did say five eleven. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of took that. Um, he's two hundred and three pounds. Um, shoe size eleven. So you oh Bailey got eleven for shoe size. Bailey's been on point with this one. I know. Yeah, Bailey's closest feet. for size of weight. Size of weight. <laughs> And he was born April 7th, 1964, which makes him 54 years old. Ooh, what did I put? Was Join I your closer at 56. Nice. Um, and he's an Aries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that coming. Nope. Neither yeah, he neither. doesn't act like an Aries. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> so he was born in Wellington, New Zealand. His middle name is Ira, but his nicknames are Ross and Rusty. Oh, Rusty Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty Crow sounds hard. It does. That Talk about hard-boiled, am I right? Yeah. Um, he has been in multiple bands, um, most known for 30-odd foot of grunts. That's his band name? Yes, and The Ordinary Fear of God. I don't know if I back his Yo, you should listen to he it. Sing- Did you listen he's, to yeah. he's the singer and guitarist. Yeah. Let me guess. Are they like like an Evanescence type thing? I wouldn't go with that. I feel like they're like Zaya. softy, like, <laughs> Are they like soft Zaya? grunge. <laughs> the pictures look like they're like country rockabilly. What's like a soft grunge? They look band? like rockabilly. I people. need like some. Oh, so like. Uh, Zach Wild and his I don't know what that is. I don't know, but they're just like tr- Black they look Label like Society. Anyway, so his first movie. I would go more like Creed. <laughs> oh, is it just because he looks like Scott Stapp or no? Or is that Nickelback? I don't even know. So his first we don't do a mu- movie appearance podcast. was Prisoners of the Sun, nineteen ninety. Um, do you want to guess his favorite hockey team? Um, the New Zealand Zingers. <laughs> Bailey, do you want to guess? His favorite what? Hockey team. The Flyers. <laughs> um, the Maple Leafs. Okay. Do you want to guess what his favorite role was of all that he did, that he performed as? A Beautiful Mind. Um, Gladiator. Cinderella Man. The guy in Cinderella oh. Man. Um, James Braddock. Braddock. All right. His favorite books. Do you want to guess one of them? Of Mice and Men. Um... What's like a sleeper book? Oh, the Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> okay. The Great Gatsby. Um, the Magoose. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. The Magi? M-A-G-U-S. Oh, the M-A-G-U-S. Yeah, I don't know. Um, John Fowles by John Fowles. Um, the Princess Bride. 
and The Alchemist. Dude, Alchemist. What a basic bitch. (laughs) So, here's where things turn up. Okay. So, he quit smoking in 2010, but for only for five months. But he started smoking at the age of 10. And he... So, it was in memory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he was smoking 60 cigarettes a day. It's like he was 10. Like, no, before he quit. (laughs) He's like that little kid in that YouTube video. (laughs) The little baby, they just can't get to stop smoking. So he was, I think when he like tried to quit, he was smoking 60 cigarettes a day, which is insane. That's too many. Um, He turned down the role of Aragon in Lord of the Rings, which was like Viggo Mortensen later, um, Mm -hmm. because he was working on A Beautiful Mind. Wow. So it's like kind of like a cool. Did yeah. he win the award for playing John Nash? Or Wait. Ahead, sorry. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> he was arrested in 2005 in New York for second degree assault for throwing a telephone at a concierge at a I hotel. I did hear about that. Um, they wouldn't help him. <laughs> Isn't that their job? <laughs> he was ringing the bell. <laughs> I don't know. He was. He didn't have any cigarettes left, and he was a little, <laughs> he was a little hard boiled. Yeah, it wasn't 2010 yet though. He still smoking cigarettes a day. Um, another at age 10 fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, 10 was a crazy he had year. Sex for, for the first time. <laughs> Jordan is on one right now. Um, he lost his front tooth playing rugby and never had it replaced. It did not get replaced until the director of The Crossing in 1990 had it fixed and paid out of pocket for it. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Did he just not have a tooth there? I guess so. Until 1990? I guess so. He just never had it fixed, never had it replaced. Yo, I need pics. Yeah. I need pics of him growing up without that tooth. So he dropped out of high school so he could focus on his acting career. Mm-hmm. And then he worked really hard because he wanted to pay this tuition for this acting school mm-hmm. to build up his career. But by the time he made enough money to get into it, his career was already off the ground. So he didn't have to do that. Um, he threw um, the producer Malcolm, I don't know, carry my handwriting, against a wall for cutting down his acceptance speech at the British Film Awards. So that's cool. He had shit to say, you know? Yeah. I mean, he also probably has a bit of a temper. Yes. Yeah. And here, so he was caught on tape fighting two men outside the <laughs> plantation hotel in Australia. And they attempted to blackmail him with that taped, but it was like acquitted. The case never like went through. I mean, that was probably around when he was playing Bud White and he was just yeah. in character. Yeah. So he brawled with a businessman, <laughs> Eric Watson, in a hotel in London. Um, but some people also claim that he did it in a sushi restaurant. So like the story is like... <laughs> I mean, he probably did it both. Yeah. Yo, Damn, at he's, least such a, he's not a guy I would fuck with no he's <laughs> definitely not a guy i would fuck with uh, but he's mm-hmm. brawling with men at least there's no yeah. like women yeah. domestic abuse. right <laughs> right not that i'm aware. okay okay um here we go we start to go on an uptick here guys so yes. don't worry um he's really good friends with jody foster and nicole kidman oh yeah um he dislocated his shoulder filming cinderella <laughs> man Filming a, a movie. Filming <laughs> about a movie. Fighting. Yeah, about fighting. Uh, which delayed shooting for two months. 
Um, what he, a fact, Kate. <laughs> thank you. He owns the pro team South Sydney Rabbiton. So it's like a it's the soccer team. A fighting club. <laughs> he gave up drinking while his wife at the time, Danielle Spencer, was pregnant. So that's oh, nice. That's nice. He's probably fucking smoking 120 cigarettes. <laughs> he instead. Um, he also turned down the lead um, in About a Boy. He turned down Sergeant Norm Hoot in Black Hawk Down, and he turned down the lead in Collateral. Um, oh, which he, went to Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he originally turned down his role in L.A. Confidential because he didn't think he could pull it off. Whoa. Yeah, he didn't think he could like play the part. Yeah, and uh, I know we're about to dive in, but after seeing it, I don't know many people who could do it better than yeah. him. Yeah, he was good in it. He was one of only three actors to star in back-to-back Best Picture winners. So that was Ooh, could one I of guess? them. Yeah. <laughs> A Beautiful Mind. And yeah. L.A. Confident. Or no, no. Uh, Cinderella Man. No. no. Gladiator. And there's something else. I can't remember what it is. It's like American Hustle or something like oh, that. Oh, back-to-back-to-back? Yeah, three in a row. He was like American. He oh. they, they won three Oscars back-to-back-to-back. Oh, American back-to-back. Gangster. American Gangster. That's yeah. what it is, American Gangster. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait. I think it's that one. I didn't write it down. But so it's beautiful mind. Let's just look it up. Um, either way. Yeah. So he's one of only three actors. The other two are like old yeah. actors. So they were yeah. ones when it was like more common mm-hmm. for them. So to he's be the greatest films. actor of our generation. It's, it's <laughs> wild. Um, so he worked as an, before he was an actor. He worked as an entertainment manager for on a resort, a waiter, a bartender, a DJ, a horse wrangler a bingo caller, and an insurance salesman. Um, After he did the movie A Beautiful Mind, he decided to donate his brain to science. (laughs) That's pretty sick. Um, He had a... For some reason, they listed his favorite doll growing up, which was the Action Man doll. He was, like, obsessed with it. Um, After finishing Gladiator, he went on a... 4,000 mile road trip through Australia on a motorcycle with some friends. Um, this I wrote this fact strictly down for Jordan, uh, but he loves horses. Yeah, no, <laughs> same, same. He says that when he films a movie with horses, he has a really hard time saying goodbye to them. <laughs> yeah, well, that might be I my favorite know, fact. By far my favorite. <laughs> and um, since he started acting really young, both his parents tried to get involved. On set, so they were both movie um, set caterers, both of his parents. They should have got involved in his smoking habit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I guess not over that. Ten years old, smoking, ripping cigs. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's what I got. Well, cool. There's a lot. That was, that was a lot. lot. That was a lot. Um, but, you know, I think it prepped uh, prepped us for this next movie. It oh, really sure. really gives you a vision of his uh, his aggression. <laughs> Um, yeah, his and, passion and his passion and what he brings to the role of Bud White in the 1997 masterpiece, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Take it away. Um. Okay. L.A. Confidential focuses on three policemen. Three policemen. <laughs> three. Well, okay. Oh, Go shit. ahead. Let, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. If Bud you, White. If you do it that way, it would be five. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead, Bailey. And then Bud we'll White, the the quick-tempered <laughs> but good-at-heart police officer played by Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Jack Vincennes, uh, played by Kevin Spacey, oh, who no, is the Hollywood hot shot cop. Mm. Hot and shot cop. Ed Exley, played by Guy Pierce, who is the straight do-gooder, won't do anything wrong kind of cop. And I don't really know what you guys were talking about. Five. Yeah, sorry. I was about I, the, the, the bad people. Oh. I didn't really throw Kevin Spacey into the, like, three cops. Same. But it, for I think, some but reason. You're right. Well, because... It, no, you are They right. all have, like, you're their right. own storyline. Yeah. yeah he's just not as focused as much. Yeah. yeah. And I was also confused with his motivations throughout, like, the whole movie pretty yeah. much. So, But, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. No. When you're I right, mean, you're right. It just focuses on them and then a case where the night owl shootings and they try to solve this case. Some people get killed. Ton of corruption. A lot of corruption. Oh, yeah. And it's also set in like the 50s. 50s. Mm -hmm. Some say it cracks the real case wide open. You could say that. Mm -hmm. But it's honestly, it's just a great noir. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's awesome. It's like fucking so good yeah. and it, it hits the beats of every like noir and crime thriller, like hard-boiled crime thriller yeah. detective story but it does it really well there's twists and turns yeah for sure um but the characters i mean the acting like top to bottom everything about this movie i think is incredible yeah. and like execution perfect it's a shame that it came out the same year as titanic Oh, that um, is really a shame. Was it nominated for anything? Yeah. Was it? I mean, Kim Kim Basinger. Basinger? Basinger? Whatever. Know. She won a Best Supporting Actress. Did she? Yo, which I she don't, was. I don't yo, agree it was with definitely that. like. Um, yeah, she wasn't in it very much. And she didn't really have too much to do. I felt like they were kind of throwing the movie a bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then give it to Russell. Yeah, oh, did Leo? Be- no, Leo didn't get it. I wonder who won. Lead yeah, actor know. then, especially because I thought she was like the most disappointing role in the movie. Yeah, I agree. I Not agree. because of anything that she did, just because like yeah. her writing was a little flat. Yeah, very flat. But she's that character doesn't really have any substance anyway. But just she's like, used as like a prop essentially. But that whole scene at the end, you know, when they like bring her to the mm-hmm. station, and they're yeah. like, "Can you we protect you?" She's yeah. like, "I got, I can take care of myself." Yeah, it's like, no, you can't. But then it was like, well, <laughs> we have no substance for like what you, what are you gonna do? Like we have no yeah. idea of like what your motive is behind yeah. that. But she does. You don't know if she could take care of herself because she's being puppeteered by this that Patchett guy the whole yeah. time. Uses like there's no resolve for her character that yeah. way. Yeah. I think she's the weakest character out of you all. You are of the them. weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but hey, they threw her a bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely like controversial that she won. Who was she up against? Do you know? I don't know all like the. I just remember seeing that she won. Yeah, and then a actually, lot of people should have thought that L.A. Confidential should have won Best Picture. Uh, Do you mind looking up 1997 yeah. Academy Awards? I'm, okay. I'm interested Ask in Siri. like that year. Oh, I'm just gonna um, look it up. But. I will say I I don't have a list in front of me, but I would say this is the top in the top three of movies we've reviewed, like in terms of me liking it and thinking it, it like how good it is. I think it's one of the best that we've reviewed so far. Same. This this also like I'm a little biased in the sense where this is the type of movie that I love. Yeah. Like this movie rules. You love rough and tough men yeah movies yeah, yeah i do 
and just men in general true (laughs) true you love men the only thing i love men men so Um, much i pity your boyfriend um but uh oh you mean michael shannon yeah i was just gonna say it's funny michael shannon wasn't in this movie <laughs> like, yeah a he nice would have been a young, welcome addition yeah a nice young michael shannon would have been great so the best supporting actresses she was up against julianne moore and boogie nights oh, oh. Interesting. which i think julianne uh, she's great she, i think she movie. was better i think she was better than kim basinger uh, mini driver and goodwill hunting i think she could have won yeah like Matt Damon's oh, love interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joan Cusack in In and Out. Don't know that one. And then uh, Gloria Stewart in Titanic as Rose. Oh God. No. But honestly, it. that's like yeah. a pretty competitive. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, I but don't I don't know. think she stands out. I would have given it to Rose before. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't it's have like, given it I, to Rose. Well, yeah, Rose didn't do much. I'm it's just thinking about throwing a bone. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's pretty, like, the people she was up against, those are classics, so it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How about the lead actor? Who? What, what did that catch? Jack Nicholson. As good as it gets. Uh, we just watched mm, that. Just Kate watch and I watched that, that did, recently. Did he do better than... Yo, he, Jack Nicholson's good in that. Whether you like him or not, you have to oh, admit that he plays that it really well. He plays that character. That, like that is a character for sure. Oh, he's movie. a character. Yeah. None of them even got nominated. It's tough because really? I'm still Russell Crowe didn't get nominated. Yo, he's great in this movie. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's like an ensemble cast. I don't know though. I just think that like, this is me being salty off of the yeah. Academy Awards that just happened. I feel like they nominate the wrong people a lot. Yeah. Like Ethan Hawke should have gotten nominated. Yeah, well, one hundred percent. Talk about snub. Yeah. Ethan Hawke and Paul Schrader both got snubbed. snubbed yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna say for the the listeners, the Oscars. But like, honestly, I think I need to sit on it a little bit. There like, was a whole. If you're interested, like, this is sidetracking, but like, if you're interested, the Daily Podcast did a whole expose on um, Green Book mm. and why it was like a mistake for them to. Mm. choose it as best picture well like it, i haven't seen it so i can't really say too much because i don't i haven't seen it yeah right but like there's just been a lot of stuff coming out of how it's like very like inaccurate and stuff which is yes. like it could still be a great movie and not be yeah accurate. it doesn't have to be accurate right. yeah but yo, know, i don't i think another reason why i don't want to talk about it like Oscars too much is because I haven't seen all the best picture I'm just like I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody I didn't see Green Book so I I, you know, I can't really talk to it. But like my thing with Bohemian Rhapsody was like, it didn't get reviewed well. No, it didn't. I don't no. understand why the. I mean, I again, I didn't see it. Yeah. And apparently, but like, it was notoriously bad for its editing and like one for that. Yeah, I saw like, like there was like a couple tweets of like the editing in it, mm-hmm. and it, the editing was just bad. Like every shot was like. Yeah, Every like half a second, it, was, it switched to uh, each person. Just and so just much, so much. Yeah. yeah, I saw Paul Shear tweeted something about yeah. how it won for editing because all it was that was, was editing. probably the same yeah. tweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. yo, honestly, weak year overall. Yeah, I think it was a weak year. I mean, sad about the favorite. I wanted your ghost to get. Yeah. I mean, Olivia uh, Coleman got her speech was probably it. the best yeah. speech of the yeah. Yeah, yeah she's one, so real. It's it's yeah. very cool. That one and the costume designer for. Black Panther mm. was pretty sick. Yeah. I was also surprised again. I didn't see Black Panther, but no. I was surprised how like that was getting a yeah. lot of awards too. I saw it. 
You didn't agree. I don't. You liked that movie though, didn't you? I thought it was good. Yeah. I just, I honestly just didn't put it above any other mm-hmm. mar- Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, mm-hmm. but I enjoy like I probably enjoyed the Avengers more than that. Yeah. Just. It I love was a good like ensemble cast. Definitely a weird choice of <laughs> things that were picked, I feel like, this yeah, year. Yeah. Like throwing darts at the wall feeling a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, but back to LA Confidential. LA Confidential. LA Confidential should have won. <laughs> it should have won this year. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, where was the glass nominations? Am yeah. I right? <laughs> no, That's JK. next year, JK, so we'll yeah, see. Next year. Um, yeah, so. I mean, again, this is like, uh, this is pretty in depth. This is based off a James Elroy book from the nineties. Um, and he's obviously like a crime writer, detective, hard boiled Mm -hmm. type thing. Um, Kate, I know you mentioned this. Um, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but about the comic book comparison. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is very similar to a comic that Jordan and I have both read called the fade out. Um, which obviously came out after this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's heavily, heavily influenced, I think, by this movie. Oh, big time. And if you're... Even, like, the illustrations of the characters are similar. Yeah. So that comic book sounds like a real sham. It's honestly amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's one the of my best, favorites. It's the um, best, like, comic team that does crime noir novels. Mm-hmm. Um It's um, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips mm-hmm. combo, and they're, like, a legendary um noir writing team um so if you're interested you should pick out the fan it's finished it's only four trades but it only comes out in um collected edition now so yeah and subscribe to kate's side podcast all about comics. <laughs> don't get me started jordan yeah. you gave me the floor it was a bad I idea know, i know that was like the kind of the first time we really talked about comics on here i'm surprised yeah we don't talk about tv and we don't talk about comics Whoa. it's like really well, hard for me not we, to talk about comics so it's been really good for yeah me. the comics is just so kate just doesn't go on yeah on it is it. it's but, a restraint guys yeah. um but check that check that graphic Check that comic Check out. Check that crap out. Check that crap out. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Russell Crowe's character. Okay. Bud White. Ooh. Do you want to give him a couple adjectives? You I think you Wendell? already did. Ooh, yeah. What's is his full He's name? intimidating. <laughs> but good. Like his penis. But good. Like his penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, dude, but what's his deal? Badass. What's his deal? So his backstory, I guess you find out a little bit later, that is um, mom got beaten to death by his dad when he watched it happen so While he was held prisoner yeah. against like a radiator so throughout the movie he's like saving these women in distress yeah. and like uh you know it shows like one of the first scenes he's in he's goes to a domestic abuse call mm-hmm. and he's just so cool about it. like yeah. bud white is so cool about yeah. everything he does but throughout the movie and you're like okay what's his backstory gonna yeah. be something with his mom but yeah. I did not expect that he witnessed his mom beat to death by his and father. And the crazy thing is, the person that finds him is a truant officer. So it's literally someone who realized that he wasn't going to school. So for days he yeah. wasn't there. Because yeah. that's what truant officers just checks to see like what's going on because he sh- skipped so much school without mm. any like note. Yeah. So they check in to see like why is this kid not coming to school? Like pretty much come to arrest them for mm-hmm. not going to school. And like. Bud White isn't you like him, but he also does like some, some shitty yeah. stuff to like get right. shit done. Exactly. Oh yeah, like even like the scene where um they arrest a bunch of like 
was it were they mexican mexican guys yeah yeah mm-hmm. who apparently like yeah. beat up a cop mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he gets in a fight with them although he's trying to defend his partner but he still like kind of kicks he tries to break it up and then the minute someone says something he doesn't like it's like game over well he so he does i agree with that but he always does it for justice like that's his thing he's always he does bad things ultimately for the good so are you calling him a vigilante sure because it's not what they like do. They yeah. like break the law for yeah. justice. Yeah. yeah, and like when he walks in on the the girl who's been like raped, mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. goes straight up and shoots, shoots this guy. The guy. Yeah, he, who knows what that guy did or didn't do? Like he's and, just sitting in the living room watching TV and just walks in and, and shoots him in the chest. Doesn't care at all that the cops are right behind him. Yeah, like his his like coworkers. Well, he kind of like set, he like frames it as he a, frames yeah, it but they all know because he's taking yeah. her out of bed. Yeah. So so what I love and it kind of describes this whole thing is there. Bailey mentioned Guy Pierce plays this guy Edward Exley, mm-hmm. who's like do gooder by the book. He has his own motives and agenda and own background for doing that. Rolo Tomasi. Um, but he he's like straight laced and their captain is like or he wants to become a detective Mm -hmm. so the captain's like well to become a detective i have to ask you a couple questions and you know if you answer yes or no to any of these it depends if you're ready and the one's like are you ready to frame somebody for murder like just all they're guilty yeah if you know they're but you don't have enough proof or right, something right. like that. Like but, you, but like basically, are you willing to break these rules yeah. for justice? And he says no to all of them. Yeah. And and Bud White, Russell Crowe's character, is somebody who basically says yes to all of those mm-hmm. things. And I think all three that he mentions, all three questions he asks, Bud White actually does throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Like the one is like, would you shoot somebody, blah, blah, blah. Would you frame like a... Uh, a guilty man if there's not enough proof would you do this which is interesting because at one point he talks about how if he could get on homicide his life would be better Mm -hmm. um so i just i don't know top to bottom there's so much to talk about in this movie but and then there's kevin spacey's character Mm. which he almost gets the same amount of screen well he something happens with him but he gets a lot of screen time too as being like a third cop that's like in it to look good for like hollywood yeah so he's classic like la cop mm-hmm. like His likes public the fame, appearance yeah. likes the yeah. being in the tabloids pays people to be like this just like handsome debonair yeah. cop we didn't even talk LA. about danny devito yeah <laughs> which is like uh kevin spacey's uh characters like partner in crime almost like they they're like in cahoots yeah they like danny devito says like yo i'm gonna set this person up to like they're gonna be doing something bad at this time roll up and i'll have right. the news story on it and there'd always be like cameras and news people there yeah. and it's like all perfectly timed and curated yeah. for well these danny things. devito runs a tabloid yeah. called hush hush, hush. hush. Uh, which is a great name mm-hmm. for it 
And so, yeah, he's setting up taking photos of people. And you know that's going to come into play real hard. Yeah. Classic um, Danny DeVito role, though. It's yeah, just yeah. like. Yeah, he's great in it, too. He's, aw- he's, he's really like, good. No one else could play it. He's also like him. the narrator, too. I was a little yeah. worried there was going to be narration throughout the whole thing. Because uh-huh. I think I'm glad they went with the choice to not do that, though. Yeah. Danny Same. DeVito starts narrating the beginning. But it's just purely to, like. Not even set the tone because the tone isn't the same. Just yeah. to kind of give a background Exposition, on the Mickey Mickey yeah. Cohen thing. Yeah. And also, it's classic crime noir to have right, that. Right. Yeah. But I'm glad it didn't continue because I think it would have been a little it, too much. Too much. It would have been a little corny. It would have taken because this yeah. is a grave, like there's serious things going yeah. on in this movie, and it would have made it a little silly or like outlandish. Well, he's also yeah. a silly. Actor. He's a silly character. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Um, that was a good choice. Yeah. I agree. By Curtis Hansen, the director of this Do movie. Do you ever realize that there's something up, though, with Russell Crowe's eye? It's like drifts to the side. Did you notice that? I noticed that immediately because eye contact and just like, no. it's a little lazy. I, I noticed something with his eyes, and I was thinking maybe it's because he had really short hair that the rest of his face was throwing me off. I At one point, they was lazy, I think. <laughs> just like, well, he's tired. I don't think Bud White slept. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think I think so he was either. just beating people up all day long. And just long. Yeah. ruminating on his thoughts all night. And having sex with Case, K- Kim Basinger. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yep. Wait. Uh-huh. What? I just got this like really, really hot flash. Mm-hmm. Like a you know, heat wave. Is it good? Are you guys hot? Oh, uh, um, okay. It could get hot. Sure. <laughs> Cue the music. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I thought you just came, came with a realization for something. I thought you were going to have deja vu. <laughs> I can't say if any of these are real. Oh, okay. I love that. But I love it. Did All you right. get a new source? No, the same source that I had was always a little shaky. <laughs> okay. So All right, let's hear it. Very first uh, relationship I see on here, I don't know when it was, but I love it. But wait, it's wait, kind doesn't of it give up. you dates? This one doesn't. Okay. It's a rumor that he dated. Terry Irwin. Oh, oh I love God. it. I mean, it kind of makes Steve sense. Steve Irwin. Because he's from New Zealand. Wife. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love how it just has a alligator. A rumor banner across <laughs> of it. Yeah. Yep. With an but we love, here at Film Friends, we love rumors and we really basically Except see them as facts. Live by them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so in 1999, I have Miss Jodie Foster. Ooh. Oh. They were. They are friends. They are friends. She, we know that. She's a lesbian, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. also interesting on that level <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Is it a rumor? Um, no, or stone, stone cold, cold fact. fact. Stone cold fact. <laughs> the stone um, cold fact. And then um, gave the stone cold stunner fact. From 1999 to 2001, I have uh, Meg Ryan. Makes who sense. was hot? Who was pretty she, hot at that point? Yeah, oh, look at was. that picture of her. 
Yo, how many people hair. like that and how many people dislike We have that? 194 likes, 22 dislikes. Ooh, what's the Jodie Foster one? It's a little closer. <laughs> oh. 22 or 26 likes, 28 dislikes. Oh, okay. Okay, and then I have Heather Graham in 2001. All these oh, women look the same. Of, look at all the They're also <laughs> so of the time. Um, and then I have another rumor. Uh, Jennifer Conley in 2002. Wow, also of that. the time. They were, um, mm-hmm. I think they were co-stars in a couple movies, actually. Then I have another rumor. What? Let's hear it. <laughs> Nicole Kidman in 2002. Oh. Same year as Jennifer Conley. But they're such good friends. <laughs> well, Yo, I love how Russell Crowe just has rumors. He has his little All birth. of his, all of his <laughs> ladies are, are just rumors. rumors. Dude, he's so... You he's just so can't mysterious. catch him. And he's currently single, apparently. I don't... Who knows? Dude, that's a rumor in itself. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. funny that you can't catch his dating life, but you can catch every fight he's ever been in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is a police <laughs> Danny DeVito couldn't even catch him Mm-mm. take a photo. You're so right, dude. They couldn't even, he couldn't even catch him take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. It's late at night. Um. It's late at night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're like 85 years old. It's late at night. Oh, Good he was in nine years of marriage, apparently. Oh, in nine years of marriage? <laughs> Rumored to be. <laughs> it was oh, a to rumor Danielle? The whole time. To Danielle. Spencer. <laughs> Could I see a pic? They had babies. Uh, man, he really has a type. It's wild. Yeah. Was he in the movie Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new one? He just seems like he'd be the beast at some Yo, point. Yo, who played the beast? Is that a rumor? In the new one? <laughs> yeah. The guy from Legion. Oh, another guy I wanted to do. Why am I thinking Russell Crowe in Beauty like and a, the he Beast? He looks like, like Gaston. Beast. Maybe I'm thinking of Les Mis. He's in Les Mis. <laughs> I know. I'm either thinking of Les Mis or Master and Commander. But anyways, thank God it was getting hot in here. I got a hot flash. So. <sighs> All right, good. I'm glad, you know... He's full of rumors. He's full of <laughs> secrets. I love that about him. Wouldn't want it any other way. Yep. So back to L.A. Confidential. <laughs> um, the movie's long, but good. But, good. but worth it. Oh, so for worth sure. It. I watch this over and over and over again. Yeah. I also love that his name is Bud White. Mm-hmm. Not because it rhymes with Bud Light, but because like, light is the representation of good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was cool that they did so like literal representation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's name in here is really awesome. cool too. Right. Edward names. Exley is like yeah. a great name mm-hmm. for that. Jack character. Vincennes. Yeah, they are like they're mm-hmm. spot on. Uh, yeah. Danny DeVito's Sid Hudgens. Yeah, and they're so memorable too. Yeah. Um, Rollo Tomasi. Rollo Tomasi. I don't want to say what Ro- I want. So, so one thing, my- it's an obvious statement. This movie gets. The film friend's stamp of approval, yes. and we sure. don't give that out very often. Yeah, we don't. I want my last words when I die to be Rollo Tomasi. You and Kevin Spacey. Yep, that's why. So, well, <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to tag Jack myself Vincent. in that, yeah. but there you go. Yo, he plays Kevin Spacey is He's gay in this movie, right? I don't know. I don't think it's. Determined. I don't think it's, it's stated. Not- but I think it's implied. It's implied for sure. I think it is, especially yeah. when he's talking to matt rent the character matt yeah. reynolds who yeah. is kind of like a gay escort yeah um yeah there's like flirtation there yeah yeah and i he, don't know i i think he 
especially because like he feels so bad about us that situation with mm-hmm. that actor some unfortunate things happen to him yeah um i don't know i kind of think that yeah he yeah. sees a little bit of himself yeah it's also like one of the first moments you see his character roll over from yeah. this the the like bad cop he's been playing yeah 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 um it's his first sign of that he's realizing that he wants more mm-hmm. from his job than he's yeah. been giving to it yeah mm-hmm. he's great in this he Kevin really Spacey. is yeah. yeah all the all the acting is r- it's really, so really solid good. that's why i'm so surprised yeah. they weren't up for awards like yeah, yeah. i guess kate kim basinger but for some reason i just yeah i didn't like her performance and it's weird it's also weird that like the cover of this movie she's, is, she's prominent on it and like no Russell Crowe's character is kind of like in the All back. In the back. Like yeah. it's, it's very strange. It's weird. Oh. I think was she just like she was probably hot. At she the was time. real hot, and they yeah. were trying to sell it hard. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, but I, I would say absolutely go watch this movie. It's on Netflix. Also, yeah. the Mummy's on HBO Go. <laughs> Got to <laughs> get it. Streaming. Show. It's a free. It's a free week. They're both streaming, but um, ooh, it is a free week. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'd pay for LA Confidential. It was so I good. did. I have the Blu-ray <laughs> around here yeah. somewhere. Oh yeah, I can remind you to take that home. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely check out LA Confidential. Yeah, honestly, I can't recommend it. I, you've been recommending. Yeah, it yeah. To I can't recommend for it for a while. Enough. Yeah. And it's a movie you could absolutely rewatch. Oh, it. For this is sure. my first time seeing it, but like I there's watched definitely this things movie you again. catch. Yeah, there's like things that you can catch. Oh uh, yeah, there's so sure. much that I noticed. Where I was like, oh fuck yeah, glad that came back. Yeah. I'm glad that came back. Yeah. Um, because it, it is kind of hard, not hard to follow, but like at the end you're kind of like, so why did that guy yeah. do that? And, and then, then you're it, like, oh, you kind of almost feel like lost in the plot for a bit, and yeah. then it all comes together. I felt lost, and then I still like not sure why some things happened or why people did these things i'll but, clear it up for you but like off air yeah <laughs> there's definitely a lot of threads a lot of details yeah. too um but, but i do have to say like a wrecking ball want to help me swing it yeah. yeah like the <laughs> the lines in this movie are all uh, like the uh, one line really good great. i also like so setting a movie in the 1950s mm-hmm. sometimes could look like a play yeah or like yeah. the set could kind of take you out mm-hmm. of it yeah it was it puts you there but it's not overwhelming you know that it's I in the 1950s that? and i love mm-hmm. it i think part of that's because it was filmed in la oh maybe so it already has that like yeah. tacky um hollywood set feel because it's based in but LA. see i'm saying it doesn't have that tacky right set but i'm saying feel. like you're thrown into a place that's like yeah of that Right. So it doesn't make a difference. Right. I also, this made me think that police officers just didn't have a uniform back then. Oh, f- yeah. They oh, all yeah. just wore jackets. Well, they were all detectives, detectives right? Yeah. They weren't like just... True, but there were no police officers with uniforms? There were some. There were, there were yeah. some. In uniform? Yeah. Uh, okay. But they, they all those guys were like, just like... boys. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew... Because when I... When I was thinking that, I was like, yeah. Jordan, that's dumb to think that. But then I didn't see any uniformed police officers. But, but it makes sense. They all like none of them had a cop car either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. That's, that's why true. at the end he goes, "Hold up your badge, so they know you're a cop." Yeah, good yeah. point. Good true. point. Yeah, um, they just don't interact with cops. And <laughs> also, when Kevin Spacey says, um, "We're this is a personal project," like I think they're all just yeah. like so in 
what they do that it, they just it work and personal life just like bleed yeah. they don't have a personal life like no. no they don't really go into it at all every fine every yeah. detective movie even there's this writer don winslow that i love and he he writes stories about detectives and it's just always how they just sacrifice their life yeah for it. like it's a job that you just sacrifice your life i wonder if that's the way it really is yeah like detectives nowadays um, i'm sure it, it is i'm sure it is because yeah. i think about like um the one of the most famous non like detective work is michelle mcnamara's um golden state killer research mm-hmm. is like a civilian and it like destroyed her because of how much she put herself yeah. into that so imagine that being your hobby and then having it be your actual job yeah of how much you probably throw yourself into your work. So I know this isn't, it's not a true story, but it's like based around true people, right? Like Mickey Cohen is like a... I have no idea. I, I mean, Mickey Cohen, if he's not a real person, he's he is absolutely based off of... I think he is a real really? person. But like when, when it comes to like noir movies like this, like I don't know... I would like to get recommended like something that's as good oh, as this similar. if someone else has yeah. seen something as good, but I think it's probably like my favorite like oh, it's so good. noir like cops yeah. in the fucking fifties. Because I don't know if there's another contemporary one well, that's done it like this. You probably just I'm have movies from like, the fifties and sixties. But like I'm thinking of movies like Zodiac or Ooh. like The oh, Black okay. Dahlia Murder. Oh, okay. Like those are the ones that come to mind that were made like mm-hmm. somewhat recently mm-hmm. that are good but mm-hmm. or you can read the fade out mm. dude we have it here um this is a movie podcast yeah true true so we'll talk offline yeah <laughs> um cool so why don't why don't we rate it um bailey um 9.5 oh i thought you were coming in with a hot 10 i, I want to, to well. i mean I, yeah, i'm not a, afraid to give it a 10 i'll give it a 10 okay <laughs> bump it up to a 10 <laughs> i mean for this type of movie it's great it's a near perfect film. Yeah, it really is. I originally gave this an eight point one, but I'm bumping it up to an eight point nine. Nice, cool. Don't nice. ask me. Yeah, just let it go. I'm gonna give it a nine point seven. Hell yeah, and I'm it's, gonna it's stick there. What, you know there's what, hardly 1. anything to like fix. Yeah, not much. I, I mean, I, other than like Kim Basinger's yeah. character, I guess. The violence is even very well done. Like, it very looks tasteful. real. Very tasteful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm bumping tasteful. up to a 9.1. Fair. Well, nice. And a point one on top of that for getting through it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen, I didn't but need to get through this <laughs> one. Oh, true, true. Yeah. It got through you. Sure. Fair. It's okay. a ghost. <laughs> cool. Um, So, we reviewed two of... Russell Crowe's? The Crowe's... Uh, <laughs> He filmography. <laughs> um, how do we feel about him? I think he's a great actor, and if he when he's in like a leading role, I'm usually on board to go mm. see it. Yeah, depending on like if it's like a romance movie or something, maybe I'll stay home. But like if it's anything other than that, like I'm usually. On I board. don't want to see Russell Crowe. I don't want a cromance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm not. And he the, does. I, I feel like he has a couple of cromances in his yeah. filmography, but yeah. like anything other than a cromance. Like I saw Noah in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Why I was on that? board. I mean, it's a aren't Darren Aronofsky yeah. movie. Yeah. So I was like, this could be cool. Is he good in that? 
I don't remember. <laughs> like I remember seeing it like when it came out and then being like, well, that was cool. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I respect him so much more as an actor. Like after seeing mm-hmm. this, after learning about him as a person, mm-hmm. and honestly, being the best thing in the new Mummy. Yeah. Um, and also, we didn't really talk about this either, but his character in the Mummy and his character in L.A. Confidential are s- the opposite ends of oh, the spectrum. Oh, they're completely different. And yeah. he sells both of them, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I honestly, he's unrecognizable in the Mummy. I didn't even think in in L.A. Confidential too. He doesn't have an accent at all. Mm-mm. Like I didn't even think about Same. it, and it's yeah that's when you that's know that's how good he that's is like yeah. him and he's great with his accent but then in the mummy he does a perfect like london like british accent i don't know he, he's yep. just he's the fucking man you guys have to come you <laughs> come over and watch a uh, virtuosity Ooh. oh me. i know i saw with that him and denzel like it's like Ooh, a pretty it. like unknown movie i guess but mm-hmm. i remember watching it as like a kid and loving it I'm who knows down. how good it is now but yeah. it's still worth a watch i'm into it oh worth the watch yeah. i'm into it I would say we're in the crow's nest now. Yeah. yeah. Find me in the crow's nest. Yeah. Find us in the crow's nest. Also, find us on social media. Yeah. Good segue, Jordan. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Yo, next week's going to be wild. Yeah. Next week is... I'm I'm not nervous about it. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about I'm it. I'm a little nervous about it. But I trust the process. Yeah. Absolutely. Same. But poor Bobby. <laughs> but no. Um. So... Uh, thanks. <laughs> I don't get that what you just said at all. It's a Sixers thing. Yeah. It's a, oh, my yeah. brain's going crazy. All right, we got it. We got to shut it down. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Be sure to tune in next week for a very, very special app. As as always, we love you. <laughs> Dude, just say bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye. 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 Michael Shannon. <laughs>